Hello and welcome to Two Substitutes. I am Varun Joshi. This is January 27, and I have a special guest with me. I guess, yes. <laughs> Mr. Albert Lin. We work at the same company. Hello, Albert. Hello. How are you doing, Varun? I'm good. How are you? Is that? I have to get closer. Close to the mic. mic. Okay. Yeah. We... All right. Is it directional? It is. Yes. And we are not uh, rich enough right now. <laughs> <laughs> we just have one mic. <laughs> so, how is work? Uh, works okay. Work is busy. It's always busy. Yeah, you know? especially uh, I think towards March it gets. Yeah, yeah. March will be. I mean, for my group it's pretty much the same. Yeah, but I'm sure for you know testing and software yeah. it's always going to be you know a lot crazier. Yeah. So yeah. Nice. So yeah, I just wanted to invite you because we I got to know that you also love soccer and I have been forming lots of conversations with people right around the company who love soccer. So. Let's talk about how you started your interest uh, in football. Yeah, so I mean, I grew up playing uh, soccer. So from I forget what age, probably five, six, mm-hmm. uh, started playing. Oh, that's a young age. Yeah, yeah, started playing in the you know kids leagues, and then uh, we call them Mighty Might, like uh, Mighty Might League here. Um, and then grew in Virginia. In no, Virginia. no. So I grew up in Delaware. So okay. you know, northern Delaware. I grew up in that system. So Hokesson mm-hmm. uh, soccer uh, okay. is the you know the local uh, public yeah. uh, league. Uh, so grew up in, in those teams, and then uh, played in the public league. I think in, until uh, or we call it rec actually. Okay. It's a recreational league until um, I think like lower school. Mm-hmm. Or no, no, no. Sorry. Uh, until maybe eight, nine. Okay, and then from there I switched into um, to traveling the traveling team. Oh, yeah. So then I was in rep. We call it rep uh, representative league. Uh, sa- same same home same town. Okay, you no, know, my hometown. Um, so traveling to different traveling different cities, cities states, okay. whatever different tournaments, okay. and you play like that, right? And so it's it's kind of weird. So in my in my like hometowns league. I think there was, I don't know if it's still true today, but there was one team that was called, I think, Alpha Dragons or something like that. <laughs> and uh, and they, they were one team. I think yeah. they were the, the top recreational team. Mm-hmm. Um, so you still had to try out for that. And you know, okay. that was kind of you know, what a lot of people wanted to do. And then uh, I switched over to the rep, so the traveling team. Um, and we were called Hokes and Tide. And this was when you were eight or nine? Yeah, so that's when we yeah, switched over to that. <clears throat> and then... Um, so played. So I actually played for Hokus and Tide, which is the rep. Um, I don't know why it was different. So we never really played against the yeah. the Alpha Dragons team. Uh, we always played against other, you know, kind of club teams. Yeah. So it was more. It was really like a club. So you're just traveling club. Mm-hmm. You play against like uh, other towns like Kirkwood Soccer Club. Kirkwood Soccer Club is, was the rival because they okay. they were like the richer club. <laughs> <laughs> they had actually they actually had like all the better players. You know, okay. they, their facility was really nice. Um, they were Man City of the city. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, or like the Chelsea. Chelsea. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to say Chelsea. Or Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to avoid it. But okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah. So grew up doing that. Played all through lower school, uh, pretty much in the rep yeah. rep league um, until yeah, like I was eleven, twelve, mm-hmm. um, and then I didn't I, actually. I, I played one year in 
middle school. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, by then, I had already basically switched over to cross country and running. And then um, in high school, I tried out again for the high school team, but I hadn't played in a while, and yeah. actually missed like ninety percent of tryouts because I was you know on a family trip, oh. and so I didn't make the team. So you know, stuck with uh, cross country and running. Um, but yeah, I mean, growing up, it was all always about soccer. Uh, so yeah, just watching, went all to all the soccer camps every single summer. Um, and yeah, so that's where it really came out of, you know, my and love and knowledge of soccer. Nice. Yeah. And what position did you play in? So I was actually striker. So I was left, okay. left strike, either left wing or, or striker. Okay. Um, so I was, you know, a guy attacking. Uh, so for me, it was all about sprinting. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I never, I never defended. I was always just attacking. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's why you joined cross country also in your spare time when you couldn't play soccer. Yeah, I mean work on kind of the the endurance. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and did you have plans to then make soccer as a career or it was just recreational? Even no, it was all playing? yeah, it was all recreational. I mean, everybody always has dreams. Oh, you know, what yeah, if yeah, I, yeah. What if I stuck with uh, stuck with playing? And, you yeah. know, I could have maybe been on like professional team yeah. or something. But no, I was never, I wasn't that good. I was, I mean, I was like, you know, when you were 10, yeah, <laughs> I, was like very, I was a very good striker, you know, when I was 10. Um, but that doesn't always, that almost never translates, yeah. you know, guarantees you to be a good striker in high school or college, right? So it's, that, that is more commitment. Yeah. <clears throat> but More time devotion, I guess, right. you needed. Mm. Right. So, yeah, I just wanted to ask them, it looks like, so many kids in US then are interested in playing soccer at the young age, right? Then. They're not, or they are. They are, looks right. Least yeah, I mean, uh, in the U.S., soccer is the number one youth sport. It is the most played youth sport. Yeah, uh, then, so, I I don't know if it's fair to say, but then what happens towards the later stages then, like, U.S. soccer team, maybe women's team is right. really good, but mm-hmm. the men's team is not as competitive in the World Cup, I guess, say, right. world stage. Then, So why does that happen? Yeah, uh, I, I mean, I've heard of various explanations. I think the... I think the best, the best explanation is probably when you get to uh, kind of middle school and then high school. Um, there's a lot more. There's a lot more emphasis put on football, mm-hmm. right? Football and then American football. right, American football and then track and field. Yeah, um, and then basketball. Those mm-hmm. are kind of the big three. Um, you know, that's fall, winter, okay. and then spring. There's kind of the big three, uh, or I guess lacrosse is also a big one, and baseball, right? Yeah. I can't forget about baseball. Right, and uh, a large country, a large part of why so there's so much focus is because a lot of the funding in uh, media is actually for those big, big sports, that traditional, you know, American Mm -hmm. sports. And the scholarships, I guess. Right, scholarships are almost always, you know, for football, baseball. Um, those kinds of things it's, you don't really hear about you know soccer scholarships yeah. um, and so it's less attractive right and yeah. so parents are going to say hey you know like you know there's no there's, there's no no chance that you're going to play professionally yeah. for soccer because they're the soccer teams here professional you know they're not as well known as you know NFL yeah. NFL teams right yeah. and you see all the glitz and glamour surrounding NFL and so obviously there's going to be more money right. into that and so you know there's the mentality that you know, soccer is not going to be the way to earn a living, um, which is, I mean, fair to a point. But you know, it's it's still in any sport, no matter what you choose, it's always going to be you know the top one percent of the top one percent is going to be professional. Yeah. So it doesn't really. <laughs> at the end of the day, it doesn't really make a difference. It's it's really you know, 
if you're very, very good at what you do, then you can probably become professional. Um, but it's, you know, there's more of a pool right. uh, of, you know, for American football. But then you also see the U.S. pouring money into MLS, I guess, mm-hmm. to uh, bring players from other leagues into their... Right. to promote soccer so there is interest in uh, getting US to that high level right so, I think a lot of that com- is actually coming from the fans where the fans okay. are pushing the commissioner and the uh, and the league yeah. to really you know especially US men's yeah. national team um, they're really driving the league mm. uh, I, th- I think I think they're driving the league and then you know trying to attract a lot of new owners to mm-hmm. say okay there is a market you know we see this kind of tick uptick right. in you know attendance and then sales of tickets. Uh, and so for that, then ownership says, oh, there is money, you know, here yeah. to be made. So then, okay, let's open up, you know, new teams in new cities and then let's attract talent. And then... Youth uh, academies, I guess, focus. Yeah. As long as you focus on youth, focus on youth, like that's the most important thing, I guess. Right. And I think that's still missing to a degree from the U.S. system mm-hmm. where, you know, you have all, you know, soccer is the most, as we said, the most played youth sport but there's no there's no developmental academy there aren't those you know local development academies because it's seen as a recreational sport Mm -hmm. and it's just you know to keep kids active and you know get outside uh but then it's it's not you know a career path uh has not been treated as a career path so that's kind of the big the big thing that's why you know you see a lot of a lot of the talent even in mls is overseas it's not homegrown talent Hopefully that changes and we are seeing with China also, especially now it's beginning right. to maybe compete with US and some people are saying they might be able to bring up the better footballers than US mm-hmm. quickly because of the money they are they have yeah. and the talent that they've been able to attract, especially from European leagues. Yeah, they, yeah the, that's like an objective, you know, observation, yeah, yeah. you know, like that's just one thing you cannot ignore. Yeah. Um, at you know, to some degree, money is a factor. <laughs> I mean, especially now, yeah, money will always right. And we had a chat about this last time. I I think I talked to Dwayne about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, or Thando. You cannot uh, ignore. Maybe you can say that people, the footballers in Europe, are going after money, but then they might be setting a trend that could uh, right. help. And football is becoming a global sport, right? So right, right. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I didn't get a chance to listen to uh, last yeah. week's... Uh, yeah. Was last week's the, the one about yeah, the Chinese yeah. League? Uh, yeah, I haven't listened, been able to listen to that yet. But, I mean, in my opinion, like it's great that they have all these owners that are willing to throw money yeah. you know, at players and their teams and everything. Um, but on the flip side, like a lot of people are saying, especially in Europe... You know, money is not everything. Yeah. You know, why do you want to join the Chinese league? It's, you know, infant league, really. Yeah. Um, you know, is the talent there? Of course, you'll get playing time. Yeah. But, you know, will you really grow yourself as a player? Yeah. Right. That's the challenge. That's the question. And, um, you know, I, I don't I don't believe right now it's appro- appropriate for players in their prime to switch over yeah okay maybe if you're looking to get like two or three more years maybe out of your career and you know you want some big money okay fine you can do that and you've already acknowledged that you know you're not the top player anymore fine you can do that or come to the u.s right come to mls and you know you have a different kind of fan base um maybe a little less globally influenced fan base and uh but you might get more, I don't know, in my opinion, maybe more passionate fans yeah. here in the here in MLS or in the US. Um, 
and we we i mean i have not seen a chinese league game yet so i don't know what the passion right. but i only know by number like tv viewership in asia is a lot for soccer game football games mm-hmm. even for the chinese super league uh so that <coughs> no no i'm talking about in general, general. so in there general. is interest like we said there is interest for soccer in right. us also yeah. but maybe so mls tried a different approach i guess mm-hmm. not putting that much money and uh inviting players who are past their prime right maybe chinese super league is trying to do something different right to and we they are they yeah. are they have a different approach and yeah. it's a lot a lot of it is just like similar to how there are a lot of uh i guess sheiks yeah. investing in premier league yeah. and and all that you know they're they're pumping in a ton of money to yeah. build a base and then from there once they build that base then they know you know it takes like 5 yeah. years to really build a team that can compete globally exactly that, that that's the argument some other people make that english premier league is also doing the same thing just right. not to that extent they right. i mean they've already done it like yeah, english yeah. premier league in the in the past yeah. like that's already happened like chelsea right yeah, say, chelsea, chelsea you know you have abramovich yeah. right? so that's what he did he just pumped a ton of money um, in yeah. and then built the team you know you yeah. get that base foundation of you know really top players yeah. and then you attract keep attracting top players yeah. and as you if you use that money well like we have seen chelsea's youth academy and even man city's mm-hmm. uh, youth academies are one of the best in the world now, right now right, right. so if you invest that money properly that right. can so maybe us can learn a few yeah few lessons i think they are i think i mean there is there has been an emphasis uh, from i guess within the community you mm-hmm. know the already you know very passionate from the fans us soccer yeah, yeah. fans and say put money into the academy that's yeah. really how you grow and yeah. i mean you're in klinsman yeah. that's what you're saying you put put effort into the academy yeah. you know focus on the young players you know it'll take 5 10 years to really get that level of yeah. you know senior player but um if you start now you know then then it, you know it's even sooner than you know if you wait yeah right patience and patience is always the key to that you right. don't, you don't want immediate results right right <laughs> uh that's good good discussion let's talk <laughs> about the menu thing then how did you start supporting manchester united uh so manchester united um and so you know growing up going out to all these soccer camps yeah. i always we always had to watch when it was raining or yeah. something you know we all go inside and then all the the coaches or the staff would put on old you know premier league games basically oh. right so you know we would watch you know classic you know liverpool chelsea matches or united yeah. liverpool matches right and you know i didn't know who was who and it's just like everybody just had these crazy haircuts and then <laughs> short shorts <laughs> playing on muddy playing on muddy fields yeah, yeah. Um, but then um, for me the thing that stuck out was i think it was in middle school when uh i think it was united did one of their first tours to the us and then okay. they went to philadelphia and so i didn't go but a ton of my friends who were you know also very into soccer and you were part of all the private clubs yeah. traveling teams uh, they went this would be around what year Nine- i don't i don't remember it was like 19 like 19 no 1990 okay. i don't know 695 okay. i don't know mm-hmm. something like that 90 but in the 90s yeah, yeah 90s okay. in the 90s yeah um And so yeah, that was like the time of Beckham, yeah, right? And so yeah. yeah, the whole team came over during the summer, you know, play exhibition, yeah. you know, tournament and matches. Uh so that's when kind of Manchester United, you know, made an imprint in my mind, 
right? <clears throat> and then, you know, so, oh, okay, cool. As a team, that's uh, pretty global. Okay, then me, I'll keep them in mind. And then going into high school is really when I actually started following. And then college, I really, really started right. following. So high school to college, that's, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo years for yeah. me, right? And so f- for me, I grew up during the Christian, the Ronaldo kind of Sir Alex Ferguson, you know, golden era, yeah. right? Not not the not the uh, class of 92, no, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? class of 92 was like right before I really got into United, yeah, yeah. but uh, R- Ronaldo's, you know, golden years, that's at United, at least that's, you know, when I really got in into it. Yeah, since you have seen United team from that era, you would say that's the best team. Since yeah, that's the best team that I've played. seen. Yeah. Yeah, ever, yeah. essentially, play. And I mean, you can't, you can't deny it with Ronaldo, Skulls, Giggsy. Yeah. Um, I mean, Rooney, Rooney yeah, Rooney, you Rooney yeah. coming up, you know, yeah. right then. Uh, and then we, well, we had Carlos Tevez in there. Didn't you have uh, Nia Vidic also? That yeah, yeah, Vidic, Evra. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's like unstoppable. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, even Nani, you know, when he was playing with Ronaldo, yeah. you know, his level was, you know, in, increased a lot. Um, but yeah, there's yeah a lot of a lot of different a lot of different players that have moved in and out since then. Yeah, I think United then set the trend of peop- uh, the English teams or European teams coming to US for exhibition for matches. Summer, yeah. That's how they grow- grew their exposure. I think that's right. why they acquired Yeah, I mean, like, like football aside, you yeah. know, Manchester United being such a huge club, they have, you know, obviously every club has a mar- dedicated yeah. marketing department. Yeah. But I mean, I'm, I'm sure, you know, the top six clubs right now, their marketing department is a business. It's a business in itself. Yeah. Right, and so United really knew how to market, and still does know how to market. Yeah. You know, they are the most marketed club and anywhere. Yeah, I did read a stat some time back. The United's most of the United income comes from brand exposure or marketing. Yeah, it's overseas. It's right? not ticket sales right. or yeah, no. it's mostly yeah. it's all you know merchandise yeah. and then branding and, and yeah. all that you know sponsorships. Yeah, <clears throat> they might be the trendsetters. I I might. Might be whole of Europe apart from Madrid. Or I mean, they, they overtook. They yeah. actually overtook Real exactly. as the top football earner, yeah. the football club. Yeah. It's good for them, even yeah. though. And considering the season, their footballing season was not as good last right. season. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, right. Not even in Champions League. Yeah, and still. Um, yeah. So, what's your opinion then? How about their season right now? Season right now is uh, I would classify it as. I mean, if you compare it, if you, if you come in with expectations and, you know, kind of comparing it back to Sir Alex Ferguson. No, no, no yeah, that's not <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, right now, right now it is actually, I would still say it's not good. Okay. Um, given that the money that we have spent, the players that we have brought in, the expectations of uh, Jose Mourinho, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it is not good, yeah. right? Uh, and I mean, everybody has said this. Even the even the manager has said this. The players have said this. There's too many draws, yeah. right? Uh, even looking at yesterday, right, which was a supposedly one to one, you know, saying <laughs> Mourinho saying one to one, but really it was two to one <laughs> loss for uh, for us. Yeah, um, yeah. There's too many draws, and it's just that that final touch or the final. I don't know. I don't know. Even know what to call it because the players. I think the players are putting in what they can. But, yeah. It's just. Uh, I don't know. Mourinho said it in early in the season. Pogba said it early in the season. You know, maybe we're the unluckiest club. You know, that's a <laughs> an excuse. It's an excuse. Uh, I, I think it's an excuse. But at the same time, I do want to believe in that too. <laughs> that we are the unluckiest club. Uh, I mean, yeah, I can understand. There were some matches. 
for menu where they had so many shots, but they right. just they got draws or they right or them. the keep. I mean, the keepers that were up against yeah. at any level, any team, right? Yeah. You know, any anybody from the top six clubs to yeah. you know the bottom six clubs. <laughs> like the keepers are just insanely good <laughs> when we play and, against and them. And they especially, it looks like uh, it's, it might be a bad argument to make, but it looks like they turn up most against menu. Yeah, I don't know. City's goalkeeper Lee Grant. He made some huge saves yeah. in that game against. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I, and I don't, I don't want to say it's just because they're playing uh, United, but in general, like just from my personal experience yeah. playing sports, um, you know, be it soccer, football, or you know, tennis mm-hmm. or running, right? And when you're competing against a higher level or a level that really pushes you, like yeah. other athletes, like you do get better, and that's yeah. how you learn, and that's right. how you get better. And coaches say that all the time. Yeah. All right. So even in a in a match situation, like you will, your game will be raised. Like right. you will be you'll be more alert. You know, you have more adrenaline pumping. You yeah. know, you 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 will go for kind of more of the hero kind of uh, kind of shots or stops or yeah. whatever. And that really that's really what, you know, you know, uh, I guess athletes, you know, expect is, you know, if you're a top athlete, you're gonna expect that other teams will raise their game to match you. And yeah. they're not gonna just, you know, take punishment. Ibrahimovic yeah. <laughs> is looking like he has raised he at least not maybe he was not good against Hull in the FA Cup game yesterday, okay. but for most of the game he has been carrying forward this team and right. Pogba, yeah. Yeah. Even though he, the price he was bought in, he has not yet. It's fair to right. say I think not delivered to expectations. Yeah, I have. So I mean, I have two. I mean, I have very specific opinions about Zlatan and uh, so Ibra and Pogba. Oh. Um, yeah, Ibra, like he when he has the ball, yeah, he does very good things with it. He knows how to hold up play. You yeah. know, everybody said this. You know, it's nothing new. Um, my only con- my my criticism of him, and this is. Uh, either down to age or just I don't know. Um, he's he's allowed to you know do this. Is he doesn't come back and defend, um, and he but maybe he's instructed to play that lone yeah, striker yeah. role up top and like don't cross the halfway line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so he's usually just up there, you yeah. know, either offsides or you know on that last defender, and then he he just sits on top of games. And maybe that's his strategy. Is you know I'm not going to chase the ball. Yeah. So that when I do get the ball, I can stay fresh and yeah. you know be you know explosive and you know get off you know and run away and you know score a goal. Um, I think that's part of his game now, especially because of the age you mentioned. Yeah. I do see him coming back just but are not past the halfway line. Right. Sometimes if be, the play yeah. isn't going well. Right. He wants right. to get the ball and do something right. with it. Right. Um, but usually, like ninety yeah. percent of the time, he's yeah. just going to stand there yeah. and just wait for service into him. Right, yeah. Um, in that regard, he's the perfect Premier League striker. Drogba was like that. Like, right, in his yeah, that's true. That's so, true. I mean, Costa is a little bit like Costa that. Costa, right? that's why Chelsea yeah. are doing so well. Right. What so, and what about Pogba? So Pogba, for me, like he's, his skill, everybody can see his technical yeah. skill. It's just he tries too hard, I think, in that regard. Like, uh, And I, I, I believe this is also uh, Mourinho criticism of him as well. It's, you know, Get the basics right. Yeah. You know, don't showboat. You know, don't try too many tricky things. You're just gonna trick yourself, <laughs> right, out of the ball. Um, and so for me, yeah, Pogba, if he can, if he can tame down kind of the tricks, and really just make sure that the basics are correct, yeah. then you can, then you can make the killer pass, and you know that that we can build off of. Yeah. And then from there, you know, once the team has really understood how Pogba works, and you know, or relearned how Pogba works. Uh, then we can get into you know the fancier stuff. So do you think they should build the team around Pogba? Or Pogba should find a way to integrate himself into the team. You know, like yeah. Um, 
so my philosophy is Pogba should find a way to yeah. build to build himself into the team at least now right it's his first season back yeah. you know after I don't even know how many years like six six years three, three or four years it's only been three or four four yeah because he won the title with Juventus three times when he left menu he went directly to Juventus right from menu oh okay maybe four years at most I yeah guess. yeah so yeah four let's yeah. say four years yeah. right um yeah, so I mean, obviously the style of play has changed. Yeah, um, new managers, uh, new player, completely new players. I think Rooney is like the only one that's like familiar <laughs> to him, <laughs> or Jesse Lingard, right? Yeah, uh, and Rashford to an extent. Because um, all, all academy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, he needs to integrate into the team and not team integrate yeah, around yeah. him. Um, I mean, this doesn't mean that he loses his uh, skill. I know he's young enough to right. change, yeah. like or. Uh, yeah, to still learn. Yeah, yeah still, still, learn. still learn. Yeah, like he's not even. In, I don't think he's in his real prime. Yeah, yet. he's he's almost there. Um, but yeah, I think he needs to kind of you know st- you know tone it down and you know use your speed. Yeah. You know, you're bought for speed, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> speed and technical ability. So yeah. let's cut out at least at first. You know, kind of the fancy tricks. You know, get let's knock knock. Uh, you know, knock some good passes around. Yeah. You know, use your speed, get in behind defenders. Um, he does help out with defense. Yeah. Uh, but he'll get us into trouble if he yeah, tries fancy things, right? Yeah, have you so. seen this video in one of the games? Like, he couldn't figure out how to head the ball for the whole match and he gave oh, away really? that penalty. I don't, I don't remember that. Okay. But <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds right. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, that's my opinion on, on Pogba. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he has time. So, maybe in the next season or two seasons later, right. you'll see the best of him in yeah. the Premier League. Let's see. Right. What's your prediction for Menu then for this season? Ideal, uh, realistically. Realistically, uh, realistically, I think we can overtake City. For the, uh, I think we can overtake Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tottenham, Arsenal, Chelsea. Uh, yeah, I don't know if we can overtake those three. Oh, Top, Liverpool, you have you you think I think okay. I think because right now we're what like three or four three. Uh, I think we're only three behind Liverpool. We're two behind City. Right okay. Um, I think we're, you're the only three or four behind Liverpool. Right. Um, the thing about Tottenham is Tottenham is their goal differences are just huge, and um, they don't lead lots of goals. Also, they right? And they don't. Yeah, they don't yeah. concede many goals. Um, and then Arsenal. Arsenal have some kind of you know finishing factor. They're they're able to finish games. And um, recently, this, this season, I've been seeing that they are they are scoring lots of late goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I mean. Yeah. Right? So they can they can finish out the game yeah, yeah. and you know essentially clinch the win. Yeah. Um, which United that's that's the, that, the other side where we're just drawing all the time because we can't clinch that yeah. the final goal and the final yeah. win. Um, so that's really tough. Uh, and I think I think for Arsenal, right? Arsenal has a fear factor where and Chelsea. So Chelsea and Arsenal definitely have a fear factor where, you know, teams go up either at Emirates or at Stamford mm-hmm. Bridge. And then, you know, they're very scared to play mm-hmm. play there. Um, Tottenham, there's a little bit of that right now, especially right. with Harry Kane, Deli Alley. There's uh, always this problem with Spurs, like the mentality things. They, people think they might choke off like they did last time. They had a right. chance to win and then they drew against Chelsea 2-2. Right, and right. So that might be their only problem yeah uh, Liverpool they had the fear factor early on in the yeah. in the season right now you know now everybody's questioning Klopp and you know Sturridge is kind of like what did they do with Sturridge 
Um, who do they? Who else do they have at up top? They have. Um, they play Firmino. They he play always yeah. plays false nine with Firmino. Yeah, Firmino, Lalana, and then Coutinho, Coutinho. Obviously, once Coutinho is like one hundred percent. Yeah. You know he's he's a fear. He is the fear factor for for Liverpool. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Coutinho is a very good player. You know, very fast. He's very quick on his feet, so he yeah. can think very quickly, which is great for them. Um, bad for us for you. <laughs> <laughs> I think Lalana also has been the mo- their most improved player we talked about. Yeah, like they, yeah, they, they yeah. I think he's he's kind of learned what not to do. Yeah, and what to do. Yeah, from you know all the other strikers who are not cho- who are not preferred anymore. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, he definitely has become he's become almost like a Harry Kane for for Liverpool. Yeah, I think um, he's kind of like the talisman striker for them. Yeah, uh, to go to. Um, yeah, and, and he United, walks a lot. Also, he, he runs a lot. Someone of yeah, yeah. He covered the most distance. Yeah. I think two weeks ago, yeah, or something like that in all of Premier League. Yeah, uh, and in total, I think Henderson is the top right. player who covers who it covers them. Yeah, league. yeah. Henderson and Milner. And it's not surprising based on Klopp's style of play that their mm-hmm. team is the players Pressing, are the ones yeah, yeah, yeah. who are running the most. Yeah. So yeah, I just looked at the table. Yeah, you are four points behind Liverpool. Right. And two points behind Man City, so right. so that's your prediction then for top four: Chelsea, Arsenal, Spurs, and then and United. Uh, yeah, that's what I that's what I hope. Minimum. <laughs> <laughs> hope maybe if we can take if we can overtake Spurs, yeah, um, that would be great. Um, and then Arsenal stay second. If you can overtake <laughs> Spurs, that would be great for me also. <laughs> you and Arsenal. I mean the three London clubs up there, right? Yeah. Um, I think this is the first time in a long time that by at the end of December or mm-hmm. January that so, London clubs London are. clubs yeah yeah um, so yeah I mean hopefully United can get into top four get back in the Champions League um, yeah that's it's really tough do you think tough. they need to buy anything for the winter transfer window I would have thought Ibrahimovic is the, their only striker right now and if he is injured uh, no I mean we have, we have Rashford Martial oh, yeah, right yeah. and so I mean Martial yeah. really I mean he what happened to Martial yeah yeah I don't really I, I mean obviously I don't really know what's going on with why he's you know Mourinho is kind of openly criticizing him yeah. critiquing him uh, maybe that's just to motivate him yeah because um, I know Sir Alex Ferguson does, did the same thing yeah. you know and that's that is a strategy for managers to use um, I think it's confidence, really. It's really just he has kind of like the Torres thing, where Fernando yeah, yeah. Torres, you know, lost confidence for a while, and then you know, he got back in, and then you know, you know, took off again. Uh, I think Martial is the same thing. Um, he needs just confidence uh, to get back into him. Juan Mata, you know, missing yeah. kind of you know some critical critical moments last week. Everyone uh, thought he would be out of Manu this season because of Mourinho coming right, in. Right, right. Then he is. Yeah, uh, I mean, at the start of the season, for me, it was fifty yeah. fifty with uh, him being. You know, either going to be very, very preferred by Mourinho or yeah. dropped completely. And so, uh, in the beginning of the season, it was kind of like here and there. Yeah. You know, it gave him ha- half time, and then now he's very, pre- very much preferred right. with Mourinho uh, because I think I think really it's just Huamada did not did not quite fit into the style that Chelsea, uh, that Mourinho wanted at Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. Even though he was what like player of the year. Yeah. <laughs> like players for two year. years. Right. In a row. Right. Um, and and at United he fits he fits into the system that United want to play, which is, you know, 
play up the wing, yeah, and then play you know play an early ball, play up the wing, get it, and then cross in, right? And Juan Mata fits into that style. Yeah. So and that was my reason for saying that they might need a replacement for Ibra because Rashford or and Martial both are not the type of players who can well, hold head, the ball yeah. or like yeah. you know Mourinho type strikers. Right. Yeah. So, so Rashford, I think Rashford is. And you probably know this from all the articles. Rashford is learning from Ibra. Ibra kind of yeah. took him on as you know protege yeah, apprentice. Yeah. But yeah, he's still young and yeah, he's, he's still not, he's still not as strong yeah, right, yeah, as yeah. Ibra. Yeah. You know, so still a little bit on the you know lighter side. Yeah, um, he's a really good player. I like. Yeah, him. I don't think we. I don't honestly. I don't think we need another striker. Okay. I think that will just become like a like a Depay situation where Depay was like in between striker and yeah. midfielder, and then we got overcrowded on both, and so you know Depay had to leave. Okay. Um, Mid, yeah, I don't think we need to be, uh, necessarily purchase any midfielders. Yeah. I think we have enough there. Yeah. Uh, and I think we have enough, we should have enough, you know, up and coming through the youth academy mm-hmm. um, to do that. And also, you know, our defenders, you know, we have, we still have Ashley Young, who's really a winger, right? Yeah, he turned right. into, even Valencia was a winger. At yeah, Valencia point. was a winger. And then yeah. we had to move, we had to move it back yeah. into defense because we were light yeah. on defense. And now he's grown into the defensive yeah. role. Yeah. And I think, I don't know if he prefers that because he's basically, he's still allowed to be a winger. As yeah. a, you know, so, uh, yeah, I think mid, we don't need anybody. We don't need to buy anybody. Um, Carrick has been your best player I think since whenever he plays I think Pogba plays best with him right. on the side right so yeah to that point Carrick Carrick allows us to be consistent yeah. because Carrick is uh, uh, he's kind of like a skulls player where he will hold the ball yeah. and make sure that we get everybody back into position yeah. um, you know if he's thinking about defense but then if he were thinking about attack yeah. and everybody's moving forward you know very quickly then he will play that right. ball very quickly forward yeah. uh, which is where Ibra comes in right and yeah. then you play it to Ibra Ibra holds it up and then he allows one of the wingers to come back in yeah. one of the strikers to come in and you know get get away quickly um, but yeah I mean we have Rooney obviously obviously uh, yeah Rooney's now come back into as like a as a in between mid and a, a striker role that um, was my next point I would talk about Rooney right because obviously he broke that record well, yeah yeah, and I mean that's that's great. Uh, you know, something another landmark for yeah. him at United, um, and yeah, and obviously he's very happy. The club is very happy. Yeah. So Bobby Charlton is very happy. Ferguson's really happy. Uh, Mourinho's happy. Everybody's happy. <laughs> <Everyone's> happy. <laughs> I yeah, as I think I wanted to talk about this from outside UK perspective because I have read some articles where some fans don't believe he's a real legend of Menu. Because of which, what, like United fans or United other fans. club fans? No, no United oh, fans. Like, I, I don't know. I haven't really. Because of uh, like he had this incident a few years back where he wanted to move right. the mm-hmm. and Mourinho bit for him yep. and he was at Chelsea yep. and then he doesn't in, maybe he doesn't interact with fans as a true club club legend does maybe like old times like John Terry. I yeah I, I don't know I haven't fo- I don't haven't followed Terry as much. Yeah uh, I don't know I wouldn't say that I would. Um, he does show up to at least from what I can see from you know kind of yeah. the social media posts. He he does show up to you know the foundation and charity yeah. events, right? So yeah. he does interact with those fans. Um, he, I mean, he does a lot of kind of media sponsorships, so mm-hmm. he is tied up with that. And I think he he does want to stay semi private with his private. So he yeah. keeps he tries to keep his family life somewhat separate yeah. and separated. And he does spend a lot of time with his family, um, and that's obvious from kind of you know, his own personal social media posts where he's spending time with kids and his wife. Maybe that's the, that's the issue that you people these days assume that 
if you are in because of social media they just right. want to interact with the with the club legends right all the time maybe yeah i don't know uh I mean, for me personally, being outside of the UK, uh, I I do think he is a club legend. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can point to you know various points of his career at United where he has made an impact, and I mean, he has his own chants, his own you know uh, banners, his own flags. Yeah. Um, I mean, for me, I I didn't watch his, I didn't see, I still haven't seen. I should probably watch it. Uh, his debut. I, I've, I think I've seen clips of his debut. Um, you know, as you know, first first time on uh, as a United player yeah. and then he got what like a hat trick <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean that's pretty legendary and then for me you know the, the one that really solidified him in United status was the overhead kick against yeah, City yeah, the, the derby right yeah, yeah. Uh, I actually have that as well I guess I have this celebration one of the celebrations of him you know actually framed you know at home oh nice so um, so yeah like and scoring 250 goals is not easy yeah and I mean at any any club yeah, right? yeah, even yeah. if you've been there your whole life you're yeah. not guaranteed to score 250 and I think it was Ferguson who said that this this record might not be broken because players don't stay right. in a club for exactly. this long right he Unless, has 20 yeah. years right or something 16 years maybe 16, uh, United yeah yeah yeah. I mean he came over as what like a 16 year old yeah, yeah. from Everton, Everton. so uh, yeah, he's basically been there 15, 16 years. Um, yeah, and like you're saying, and like the media saying, you're not. Most players now will stay at a club maybe max eight years, you, yeah. and then be like, okay, I'm going to retire, yeah. or I'm going to you know change club just to get a new atmosphere. Go to China, right? Go to China, <laughs> <laughs> go to China you know, come to MLS, yeah. um, and so yeah, it's it's different. Um, and so I think yeah, for me, Rooney, you know, is a legend at the club. Um, you can't deny that. I think they will build, they'll probably build a statue of him, you know, in the iconic yeah, kind yeah. of city celebrating pose where he did the overhead kick. Um, <laughs> that would be a good statue to look at. Right. Yeah. They, that right. That'd be pretty cool. Um, my, my other question is really though, like, I don't know if they, I haven't been to Old Trafford yet, which mm-hmm. is, you know, I'm trying to do that this year. I am trying to do that as well. Yeah. Yeah. You, to go to, to Stanford, Stanford Bridge. Bridge yeah. And okay. especially now because after this year or next year, I think yeah, they would closing, be rebuilding. Right? Yeah. Yeah. They're going to so, do Battersea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I don't know if they've even built a statue for Ronaldo, for Cristiano. Oh yeah. They, yeah. But it's different. He's kind of different, yeah. right? He's not really like a homegrown. Yeah. So he is sort of, I mean, he was discovered from, it was sporting, right? Yeah. yeah. From sporting and then um, brought over, you know, at 16 or eight, yeah, 17. That, that's what we said, right? It's hard to find, it will be hard to find those type of players in today's day and age right. who stay at the club for this long, like Steven yeah. Gerrard or... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, John Terry. But maybe that's the argument that overseas overseas fans are are making, right? They're yeah, saying yeah. that they don't. Yeah, I mean, Ronaldo's a legend, but there's no statue of him, yeah, yeah. right? You know, United is not you know posting up. I, I guess they do post them up everywhere yeah. uh, in the stadium at the club, but uh, but yeah, I mean, Rooney stayed longer. Rooney has more goals. You know, Rooney has you know been with the club. He's gone through the hard times, like you were saying, yeah. where he was thinking about leaving, but. You know, he's going through hard times even now. People, he, I mean, yeah. it is fair to say he's not at the same level now, but he right. chips in whenever he wants and he's okay with the right. substitute role, I guess, now. Yeah, is. yeah. I mean, I think, I'm sure he's getting, you know, advice from, you know, his, his uh, you know, senior Se- yeah. senior team members who have now retired, yeah. you know, like schools or gigs yeah. or even, you know, rival players like Terry, Gerard. Yeah. Right? He's definitely getting advice from them on, you know, like, if you want to commit to the club, you know, always be ready, always... 
you know, always be ready to be a substitute and right. commit to the club and play for the club. And I think he, I think his I think his head is there. I think his head is with yeah. United. He does not want to leave. Um, I don't think he will move to MLS. I don't think he will move to China. Right. Uh, I don't know why the press or you know like the the tabloids say that, but he will never. Move, I don't think he will that's ever. Move to, he will never move to China, like the Chinese yeah. Super League. Um, that's abs- that's for me guaranteed. Yeah. Uh, MLS is maybe like ten percent. He might move mm-hmm. here. Like yeah. I don't. I don't think he will move here. I don't think he will move his family here. Yeah. Um, Beckham is a different story. Beckham, you know, he's always into the Hollywood right, you know, yeah. kind of lifestyle. So that's why I think that's a large part of why he moved. Um, but yeah, Rooney is more of a fa- uh, family man in that he doesn't want to move his family. Right, yeah. I don't think, um, and he's definitely very used to kind of the UK, you know, culture, yeah. UK style of life. He came from that part, like not so rich part of England. Also, right. I, I mean, so yeah, he's, he's from Merseyside. Yeah, so yeah. It's like there's there's he's familiar with that, yeah. and there's so much there anyway. Yeah. Um, and I think he'll he will he will enjoy you know living there you know even That's after he's retired. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't think Rooney will move. Um, yeah, so I I don't agree with those fans that are saying that he's not a club legend. I mean, at this point, like if you've been with a club, even if even if you didn't score all those goals, if you if you scored like less than a hundred goals, but yeah. you've been with a club for 15, 20 years, like you're a legend there because yeah. you're committed to the club, right? And the yeah. staff, really, it comes down to, I mean. Fans, obviously, num- like one of the number one kind of factors, but it really comes down to the club itself, right? And the staff. Right. You have staff who have been there their whole lives, right? If yeah. they see a player who's consistently been there for that many years, like for them, it's a club legend. Because they are, he, you know, Rooney is part of the club. And, you know, if he's gone, you know, something is missing from the right. club. Like for me, personally, if Rooney leaves the club or whenever he retires from the club, something is missing from the club and you cannot get that back, right? Yeah. There is a certain style of play that he brings and a certain mentality and kind of, you know, fire. Hard-working. Right, hard-working, right. And, you know, he is captain, right? Yeah. And so yeah. he does try to energize his, his players yeah. and, you know, he's always, you know, making sure that the ref, you know, <laughs> hopefully favors, hopefully favors United or, you know, um, get, he gets in the ears of the ref, right? right yeah. And so for, for, for being a United fan, being a United player, like that's what you want in your captain yeah. and you know having him be so consistent in that captain's role over the years for so long yeah. yeah I mean that's what that's that defines you know club legend yeah right yeah so I agree with you I think, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he might be even one of the English England's best players even at a national level also like he has done yeah I don't I mean the England squad England squad is full of talent um, some people blame the managers for not like getting the best out of their players because they have right. quality players and right. they, even the Euros they have yeah. Harry Kane yeah I think I think England at the national level have uh, I don't think they found really a style of play that's the that's the thing that is really messing them up all yeah. the time is they don't have a style of play they have so many different kinds of players so many yeah. different good players but you know there's no one particular unit that has a has a distinct style of play yeah. so they're trying to mix and match because you have all the you know they play at all their different clubs and liverpool has a different style from united yeah. has a different style from chelsea has a different style from tottenham right. right and so trying to find that you know specific or that one style that they can all buy into um, is really really tough mm-hmm. you can't really you can try to have a combination of all of those styles, but yeah. then you know people get confused. You know, what <laughs> system do you play? Um, yeah, they don't. They don't really know. Um, and so that's what I think is really holding England back <clears throat> in the major tournaments is, yeah. you know, they don't have a style of play that they can identify with at the national level. Right. Yeah. It was a good discussion. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think we are done. Okay. Great. But thanks for coming, Albert. Yeah. And hopefully you'll be coming 
in the future yeah yeah with some more yeah, menu absolutely. talk yeah. more premier league talk yeah yeah for sure um, yeah thanks for having me um, and thanks for liking the page i sent you the yeah, i don't yeah. know <laughs> <laughs> to other viewers please like us give us feedback and then also follow us on twitter you yeah. should share your oh you are you on twitter too yeah oh okay yeah right. yeah follow us on okay. <laughs> you're on every, i think you're on every single platform possible yes <laughs> <laughs> i even created an instagram account and <laughs> i share photos of the okay. covid matches we played okay yeah. okay okay so yeah yeah awesome cool so thanks thanks albert yep and have a good week all of you guys have a good week you yep. too weekend all right have a good one <laughs> yeah bye bye, bye.